0: So if you can't find the solutions you need, there are no more books to read or workshops to attend. The Nancy Gaines Show can be the difference between your success and failure. And now your host, Nancy Gaines.
1: Nancy Gaines and welcome to the Nancy Gaines Show, where we provide actionable ideas for entrepreneurs to grow their business and be even more productive. The focus of today's podcast is all about running a successful company with your spouse. And I'm super excited to have a very special guest with me, Tom Sylvester. I'm going to let him introduce himself. We have just one half of the couple today. So Tom, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your wife?
2: Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on the show. So um, long story short, my wife and I met the first day of college. And as we were getting ready to graduate, I had a degree in computer science. She had a zoology degree. And as I was looking ahead at our future, I really realized that, you know, the next 45 years, that path of working for someone else wasn't really a good fit for the lifestyle that we wanted to build. So I set uh, what she'll call a crazy goal to retire by 35 even though I had really no idea how to make that happen. And so then over really the next little bit of time, it was trying different business ideas out and, you know, lots of failures along the way, ultimately, uh, ending up with me spending about $7,500 on a credit card for uh, real estate investing training. And I did this about nine months before we got married without telling her. And, uh, so basically I did everything that you shouldn't do. And, uh, from that, we really had to figure out what we wanted our lives to look like and how to make it a reality. So fast forward, uh, we've been able to start several businesses. We both were able to leave our jobs. And now we work together, spending a lot of our time helping other entrepreneurs, specifically a lot of couples really do the same thing. First, figure out what they want their life to look like, and then figure out how they can work together to build one or more businesses to make that life a reality.
1: That's awesome. Well, thanks for sharing part of your day with us. I think this will be a really great episode. And I have a similar story. Before I married my husband, I dropped $3,000 on a credit card to learn about trading, how to trade the stock market and options. And I was so nervous about telling him, even though it was my credit card. But in the end, it turned out great. And it's now a source of passive income for us. So totally get that story of, crap, I have to tell somebody I spent that much money. Let me ask you, it sounds like at one time, you were both working A lot of couples struggle with keeping one entrepreneur and one W-2 employee because you give up benefits, you've got that safety net. How did you guys transition from one of you quitting to the other one quitting?
2: Yeah, so essentially we were both working and we had built our first business, which was real estate investing. And then when we started having kids, you know, we were talking about it and what we realized was that one, I needed some help with the real estate business because I was still working a full-time job and I had that business. And with her then having our daughter, we were like, you know what, we could actually have our business pay you more than what you're making now and you'll be able to stay home with her. So she was able to leave her job about seven years ago uh, when we started having kids. And then for me, my transition was I went away from a corporate job into more business consulting. So I spent several years working with Fortune 500 companies on team productivity, business strategy development, which was amazing. But as we then had our second child, uh, we realized that me being away four or five days a week traveling to different cities really didn't work out. So we decided to leave the corporate job. Uh, We had two businesses at that point. And then, you know, it was a little bit of a struggle. But what we found was that people were actually reaching out to us, asking us, you know, one, like, how did you guys, how were you guys both able to leave your job so young? And then two, can you help us do the same thing? So, you know, any good entrepreneur is always looking for an opportunity. So we said, you know what, we could actually help other people like us to build that business. So essentially, I then left a couple of years after she did, and we really got this third business up and running.
1: That's wonderful. And how did you handle medical insurance? I know you get Cobra for 18 months, but after that, because it's crazy expensive.
2: Yeah, we actually we actually didn't do COBRA because it was about twice as much as it was when I was working a job. Uh, what we had done was we put a whole bunch of money aside. Like we always talk to people, we say, you know, figure out your runway. Businesses have a runway for how long they can survive. We do the same thing with your personal budget. So we had put together about 18 months of money to cover insurance. We just went with a private market and said, this is the time frame we have to close the income gap from leaving my consulting job and to get this business to fill that. So we're just using like an open marketplace plan. It's expensive. But as an entrepreneur, we have the ability to make more and more money to make that not as big of an issue.
1: Yeah, that's the nice thing about being an entrepreneur versus being an employee. And you know this, as an employee, they take taxes right off the top and you have to live on the rest. Whereas as an entrepreneur, you live on it and then you pay taxes on what's left over. So the model is upside down, which is fantastic. How about How did you guys define who does what in the company so you're not stepping on each other's toes?
2: Yeah, well, initially we did a very terrible job at this. (laughs) Um, The way that it worked out was Ariana calls herself the accidental entrepreneur. She never really wanted to do any of this. And so what happened was as she started getting pulled into the business, she was just taking all the stuff that either I was very bad at or I was dropping the ball on. So unfortunately, what happened was you know, she ended up taking tests that she didn't enjoy doing. And that led to her like being frustrated, having some resentment to the business. And then when we would get together and meet, you know, she would become frustrated. And so what ended up really helping us was we took a whole bunch of different personality tests and ultimately found out that I'm more of the visionary, the big picture, the problem solver. I like new challenges And she's more of the detail-oriented person, um, likes to have a plan, likes to have a schedule. So once we figured that out, we went through and said, okay, what are all the roles that we have to do? We picked out the ones that fit each of us and then the ones that neither of us wanted to do, we then said, okay, well, this is something that we either have to automate or delegate to somebody else. And then we continuously go through that process every week and every month to say, what is the one thing that we have to get off of our plate? And then we look to say, who can we, like what tool can we use or what person can we hire so that we're truly doing the things that we're best at and we enjoy doing.
1: Awesome, that's exactly what I tell my clients because it's so true. Don't try to do things that aren't your superpower or you don't like or things even below your hourly rate because it's just really unproductive. So I love that answer. How do you guys balance your risk tolerance? A lot of couples, one has a higher risk tolerance than the other. How did you guys encounter that? What'd you do?
2: Yeah. So once again, the answer to most of these questions is initially not very good and then we figured it out over time. So for us, like even when I spent that money on the course, my risk tolerance was, well, I'm okay investing money because I know I'll make it back. We found out that she was very hesitant to invest money. So one of the things we did was we said, okay, let's look out into the future and let's just start describing what we want our life to look like and what some of our goals are. And once we did that individually, we brought it back together and found that we had a lot of similar goals, some that were different, but then we did the next thing, which most people don't do was we actually built out a roadmap to go from where we're at today to that ideal life and one of the things when we did the roadmap was we found that we might have similar goals but the time frame for doing them was different so over kind of doing this what we did was we came to an agreement on where we had the same timeline where we had a different timeline and then we talked about well what do we have to do so that the other person is comfortable and so after doing this process for a while we ended up with this like two-page life planner and then a two-page business planner. And what we do is we first figure out our life planner, and then once we're clear on that, we can say what does the business need to do, or what does the business need to look like in order to support our life and to make us feel comfortable.
1: I'm sure you're seeing a theme in these questions because I'm the same way with my husband. Eventually, he wants to leave his W-2 job. He wants, he has a different risk tolerance than me. We'd probably both be doing the same thing. So I'm glad (laughs) you're answering these questions. How about balancing the ups and downs of being an entrepreneur, right? In the beginning, it's feast or famine until you get some momentum. How did you guys deal with that?
2: Yeah, you know, I think it's a challenge, but one of the things that, you know, I don't think we did a great job of early on, but we do much better now and we always tell other entrepreneurs, get a support network in place. And, you know, some of that support's going to come from your spouse, some of that's going to come from peers, and some of that's going to come from either even coaches and mentors. And one of the best things that we did as we started becoming entrepreneurs was surrounding ourselves by other entrepreneurs, other people that were either on the same path or where we wanted to be. So the more that we, you know, went to conferences, um, you know, joined different coaching programs and hired people in to help us, the easier it was because... You know, there's a lot of strategies out there and we teach a lot of strategies, but at the end of the day, it's really the mental battle that we all go through because being an entrepreneur is really the ultimate personal development course. You know, you're constantly facing new challenges and in order to rise up and overcome those, you know, you have to grow as a person and as a leader. So we found that like even last year we went and started seeing a marriage therapist and, you know, she said, you know, you guys are doing this right. You have a good marriage, but you're coming to make it great. So what we always tell people is, look, whatever's important to you, whether it's your relationship, whether it's your business, invest your time, money, and energy to make that better. And if you have support, it's going to make that path so much easier than trying to go it alone.
1: I love that you said time, money, and energy. So you know what the acronym for systems is, right? You know, S-Y-S-T-E-M, save yourself some time, energy, money.
2: I love that.
1: Yeah. So you feel free to use it. I don't know where I got it from. I didn't invent it. But yeah, save yourself some time, energy, money, which is how we all scale. Really cool. Hey, you kind of talked about how you work with people. Tell us about your podcast because you do have a couple's podcast, right?
2: Yep. So our podcast is called Lifestyle Builders. And what's really cool about that is it's my wife and I together. So we do, we, we talk about all topics around, not just growing your business and strategies there, but also managing your life. And you know, for us, we have two kids. So talking about all the things that really come up with creating a business that is working on creating your life. And then specifically around couples, uh, we had people coming to us looking for help you know, they, they were saying, you know, like a coach or a lot of the entrepreneurs I see are either single or maybe they don't have kids. Like, I would love to hear from more couples that, that do have kids. So we did a special series where we had 30 successful couples, a lot of people that we had known for a while. And we just talked about like, what did it really look like to build your business? What were the ups? What were the downs? And then what are the strategies that you have for other people trying to do what you've done? And so by doing that, we ended up coming out with, you know, a handful of common themes. It was really cool to see. But then I think probably the most important part was every one of them had gone through struggles. So it really showed that like, look, we all have different struggles, but we're all going to go through them. And they were all successful because they said, you know, we put our life and our family first and then we built our business to support that. Anytime it was the other way around, it actually caused a lot more challenges than helping.
1: Was there any couple that really resonated with you and you're like, wow, that's
2: smart. We haven't thought of that. Yeah, we had uh, Dan Miller and his wife, Joanne on. And they're actually, uh, Dan actually wrote the foreword to our upcoming book. But what was really cool about them is they just celebrated their 50th wedding anniversary. And so as we were listening to them talk about their journey, you know, they had challenges where they had failed businesses and bankruptcy and stuff like that. But it was really laying a path out for us to say, you know what, that is what we want to have in the future. And just seeing how family and putting family first was their unifying thread to all their success really helped lay out a path for us.
1: That's cool. So I'm not familiar with that couple. What do they do when they're not on podcasts with you?
2: Uh, so they, they coach, uh, people on really building their career and building a business that they want. And, um, and Dan has actually written six books. So when we were writing our first book, I went to him for some guidance and then, uh, he actually through that relationship set us up with a publishing company. So that even goes to show when I was talking about support and just meeting other people, the more people around you that are successful, uh, the more opportunities that are going to open up. And really a lot of it just comes from having conversations and seeing where that synergy lies.
1: So true. You've heard the, I'm sure you've heard this, surround yourself with five people. You're the sum of the five. I can't remember how it goes, but yeah, hang out with people that are way more successful than you are to get up to that level.
2: Absolutely. And then the next thing off of that is that they all have a circle of five people around them too. So collectively, you just get this really great network where you can help other people and they can help you.
1: Absolutely. So you talked about your book briefly. When is that coming out? Who should read it? Where can they find it?
2: Absolutely. So it'll be out, the ebook will be out in July. And then the physical book will be out online in the bookstores in October. And um, the title of the book is called Lifestyle Builders. uh, Build your business, quit your job and live your ideal life. And so anybody that is looking to, you know, really create a life of freedom and is looking to do that through entrepreneurship, it's a really good read. It's uh, essentially the framework that we've gone through and that we take a lot of our clients through, which is figure out what you want your life to look like, get your personal finances in order, uh, test and validate your business idea, make sure you have paying customers before you just go out and create a bunch of things. And then set up your systems and your team so that as the business grows, it doesn't take over and require more and more of your time. Uh, We talk about how to switch from an employee to an entrepreneur, the mindset changes, the physical changes. And then at the end of it, we really talk about how to stop self-sabotage because what we found, you know, really the big difference between successful people and people that struggle Our successful people are the ones that can really get their mind in the right place and step up to the challenges and become who they need to be, you know, to have that success that they're looking for.
1: Wow. That sounds like a fantastic book. I wish it was available right now.
2: (laughs) You know, one of the comments that we've gotten, which really tells us that this is the right thing to do is uh, everyone saying, you know, man, where was that book five years ago? I really could have used it.
1: So can I ask how old you are now?
2: I'm 34.
1: So you've got one more year to hit your goal. How do you feel you're progressing toward it?
2: Uh, So we actually already did. And um, let me redefine that a little bit. So I talked about retiring by 35. And I had a mentor a couple of years ago who kind of slapped me up and said, you know, Tom, quit saying you're going to retire. He goes, because I I know you and you're never going to stop building businesses or helping people. He goes, what you're really talking about is having freedom to do what you want, when you want with who you want. And I really love that reframe because, you know, I I still do coaching calls. I still work with entrepreneurs and I would never change that. The difference is I'm not getting up at four o'clock in the morning, flying to another city and not seeing my family during the week. You know, I get to get my kids up every day. I get to put them on the school bus. I get to work with the love of my life throughout the day. And we get to really design our own schedule you know, like, for example, we do this thing called Friday family field trips. And during the summer, we take our kids to just different destinations every Friday, and just spend the whole day with them.
1: That's so cool. And it's funny, because I also had a lifestyle like you did. I was 16 years in big five consulting with IBM and Ernst & Young. And one day I just said, hey, I'm ready to retire too. And I it was great for a while, but then I was thinking, I really need to do Nancy 2.0, what I want to do, when I want to do, because it's really hard to retire at 48 and do nothing. So I kind of get the same journey as you did. I reframed it as well. So that was a smart mentor you had.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And and what we, I was going to say, what we find with a lot of people is initially it's about us, you know, taking care of our family. But then when we've achieved that, What really fulfills most of us is the relationships that we have and the impact that we make on other people.
1: So for people who'd like to work more closely with you, where can they find you? Websites, social media, things like that.
2: Yeah, so we're on just about every social media platform, but um, our website is tomandariana.com and you can find the podcast, the book, uh, our coaching programs, everything there.
1: Very cool. Tom, thanks so much for being on the show. Lots of great stuff. Is there anything you'd like to add that I didn't think to ask you?
2: Yeah, I think the final thing I'd tell people is, you know, we all have ups and downs on our journey. Every successful person or entrepreneur that you see, you know, has had to overcome those challenges. And the most important thing is to figure out where you want to go and then commit to the process of going there. Because if you commit to the process, you're going to be able to overcome those challenges when they come up and really celebrate and appreciate those wins that come up along the way.
1: Great way to wrap up the show. And congratulations on all your success at such a young age. That's amazing. And I love how you're changing lives for other people as well.
2: And thanks for having me on the show.
1: Listeners, I just rolled out a new program for business owners looking to systemize their company in 30 days or less. If you're feeling overwhelmed and overworked in your business, this program is for you. We work side by side to actually get the systems created so you leave with the work completed. Go to my website, nancygaines.com, to learn more. And if you love this show, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It helps other people find us. And until next time, go out, and gain the advantage.
0: You've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show, where you can gain the advantage. To schedule a VIP strategy day or speed consulting session with Nancy, connect with her on her website, nancygaines.com. That's Nancy, G-A-I-N-E-S, dot com. On Twitter, Nancy L. Gaines. And on LinkedIn, Nancy Gaines. Be sure to check back on Nancy's website for new episodes. Until next time, you've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show. Go out and gain the advantage.